You found a show that will explore how to experience a kingdom lifestyle that is both focused and balanced. Welcome to Live Exceptionally. In a world where we are constantly bombarded with demands on our time and attention, it can be difficult to find the space to truly live our best lives. But what if we could find a way to live exceptionally with a sense of purpose, freedom, and rest? Whether you're a busy professional, a stay-at-home parent, or anyone who wants to live a more focused and balanced life, this show is for you. Join us as we discover how to live exceptionally, finding freedom and rest along the way. Now, let's get into this week's episode of Live Exceptionally with Dr. Yvonne Thompson. Welcome back to Live Exceptionally, where we equip people with keys and tools to experience a kingdom lifestyle that is purposeful, focused, and balanced. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, and share with others on YouTube or your preferred podcast platform. Also stay connected with us on elisi.org. In this week's episode, we speak with Catherine Berry, who is a board member of Awaken the Dawn, uh, which is a grassroots movement of day and night worship, prayer, and missions. And we're excited to have Catherine with us today. Thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Glad to be here. So um, on this week's episode, we're titled this Release, Refresh, Renew. And basically, we're talking about things that impact women and women's ministries. And you have a, a strong background with working with women and working uh, in efforts around women's ministries. Um, so would you like to just briefly share about yourself and a, a bit of your background? Well, I'm first and foremost a daughter of the king. And um, I've, been, I've known Jesus, accepted Jesus about over 40 years ago. So that is really my all in all. On the other note, I was married for 38 years, recently divorced, but now I have five children and five grandchildren. And I've probably uh, been doing, you know, Jesus's work since the time I came to know Jesus. It was just, just so in my heart. And, you know, being, you know, when you get fully surrendered, and he becomes your all in all. It's a natural way of life. It's not something you have to think about. It's just something. It's just the way you the way you are. And um, so I've always been involved in many many different things in prison ministry and disability ministry and now tent, you know, awakening ministry and uh, <laughs> so so many different things. But um, I've always had a heart to help people find their destinies and to get um, pretty much to get restored, renewed, refreshed. And really it's, it is a lifelong process for all of us to get, to stay renewed, to stay refreshed, to stay restored. Um, I think it's a daily thing, but it's not something that just comes naturally. You have to work at it. It's actually yes. a lot of work to be free, to be, um, to stay renewed and um, keeping your heart clean. And so because it's been a lifelong, you know, only, I don't want to even call it a project. It's just been a lifelong thing for me that I really feel like I would like to help other women all the time. Stay that way, be that way, live that way, and just have more of a free spirit instead of being um, walking around in heaviness. 
Yeah, I think so too. And you're one of the speakers at the upcoming women's retreat next week, uh, release for fresh review, which I'm really excited about. And one of the things, uh, when the Lord put you on our heart as a, a potential speaker was in regards to the stories that women face or the stories that women experience throughout a lifetime in terms of the struggles, uh, the juggling, all various things, whether it's being a mother, a wife, ministry, uh, obligations with uh, business or in the work in the marketplace. Uh, what do you think are some of the issues that women are having to navigate and face uh, in these times? Well, I think you just named quite a few. I mean, I, I wrote just a couple little different notes here and I just felt like, you know, for women, fortunately God made us to be multitask, you know, and so it's balancing and juggling all the time, not only just our heart and ourselves, but our children, if we're married, our children, our husbands, you know, we're keeping the Lord first. Um, our, if we have a job, if we have, if we're, you know, have ministry things that we're involved in church things, um, many, many kingdom things that we could be involved in, but it always feels like for me as a doer, <laughs> I hard to be, you know, work on being a fear, be, be, be in the Lord instead of always doing, cause doing comes easy. But, um, yeah, I think it's really a juggling act. And I think that because we've lived in such a man's world, um, forever, that and God has been raising women up oh, for years and years. I mean, it's not a new concept. Joan of Arc, you know, Esther, Deborah, you know, uh, so many things that we tend to sometimes over try yeah. and, and, and feel like we have to push ourselves forward. But I have learned the less you do, the more you'll, the more he'll bring you in. And um, so I just feel like, though, it's if you work on yourself and work do the work that he requires of you and keeping your heart pure and restored and forgiving and, and not bitter and, um, and keeping a surrendered life, all the other things will be added to you. He will, he will just open doors. I, I've, I've always told my friend, I said, I felt like people could just be in a prayer closet. I mean, a little, a real closet, just pray. Yeah. And somebody could call up and say, would you do this? I've always felt like you really don't have to just try to figure out. Um, he he will bring things. I mean, yes, he's going to tell us and we're going to try to process it along. But and sometimes it's a juggling. It's always a juggling act, I feel like, with, with women. But I feel like these days, sometimes because it is hard, we sometimes strive too much. Yeah. It yeah. will just come there. I mean, I've seen just knowing you the short time, how many things God has changed in your life. And I'm just amazed because you're actually operating and doing things that I have been on my heart for so long to help restore and renew and, and let people in general, but we're talking more about women here is it doesn't matter where you've been, what you've done, who you were, God can restore and renew everything. And, and at all the different lives of Joseph and David and, you know, just all of them that you just, anything can be restored in Jesus. Amen. You know, and you, you talk about, and you've done some amazing uh, things as well in regards to like your uh, boards that you've worked on 
where you're actually supporting supporting and partnering and coming alongside of other uh, people who are like in the trenches, but you're supporting them from a leadership uh, perspective and advice and wisdom. Uh, but when we look even particularly with your with women and the issues that we've been just discussing, how do you think that women should navigate uh, these issues? I know for me, if it's not for what my relationship with the in the Lord, it's like you can have a relationship with the Lord, you can be strong, but in terms of navigating them, the actual practical steps of maintaining the balance uh, in our life when we're juggling so many obligations and, and priorities? I think that's a great question. And I'm sure a lot of women are thinking that all the time. And I, I, it's a, I will tell you, it's a lot of work. <laughs> yes. Find rest. My co my other best friend and I talk about it all the time. It's 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 not easy maintain to maintain an inner restful, peaceful, free existence without that. And really, it comes down to getting your heart free. Um, I always I used to preach a lot on forgiveness was the golden key, mm. life and freedom. And if you don't, you know, we all will have bad things happen to good people. Yeah. I'll think just because you know Jesus doesn't mean that you're free of difficulties. And I actually think we sometimes get more difficulties. Yeah. Joe, because I do believe there's no mistakes in Jesus. God uses everything in our life, good and bad. And I've looked back in my life recently, not going into details because we're short on time here today, but I look back and the Lord told me recently that all the difficult things that you went through, I mean, really, really difficult, yeah. um, that you wonder if you can live through. He, I would not be who I am today in Jesus without those things. So we sometimes think, oh, why did that happen to me? And why did I have that family? And why this? You can't look at that. You just have to, if you look at Paul in the Bible, none of them had easy lives. Right. But you know that he's going to get you where he wants you to be if you just, wait on him, listen to him, focus on him and not strive so hard. And so it's really, I really think keeping a pure heart, just to be, just to give you an example, is keeping a pure heart, really working on not hating and not holding grudges and being bitter, you know, working on being better and not bitter and just forgiving. And no matter what you have, just know that in all things that God has allowed that for his purposes. And so if we keep that in mind, we can look at the big picture and think that we don't know. I mean, it took Joseph and, 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 and David years before they walked in with God had for them in the, right. and I just watched, I just get a little off track, but I just watched documentary, which I felt like was a little biased, but I'll just tell you that, um, I list, watched this thing on Clarence Thomas. Mm. Oh my goodness. I didn't realize the difficulty all his life that he struggled through to get to that place. But if he would have given up on all the things he went through, he may have missed what God ultimately called him for. Right. We don't know the 30 years that we've gone through was not really the, it, it all means something, but there's yeah. still something at the end that God has for us. Like what you're doing now. I mean, you would have never thought of that, but yeah. I was <laughs> We just hold on and trust God 
and work on ourselves, that's all we can work on. God will get us where he wants us to go. We don't have to strive. I think that is so powerful. And I think when you say uh, better, not bitter, I think that could be a bumper sticker on a coffee mug and a slogan because it's so true. And especially as women, uh, we tend to be more feeling and empathetic. And so when things happen, you know, we instantly feel. And a lot of times we take it on. And so the bitter, sometimes we become bitter, resentful, uh, you know, angry. And even these types of things can impact our ability, our, our health is what I'm, I'm saying. It's exactly. our, our health. And not just health, but like emotionally, uh, mentally, stress, anxiety, uh, frustration. But when we begin to release those things, and as you say, better, not bitter, then we can really walk into the path that God uh, has for us. And with that in mind, like you talk about, you know, forgiveness, uh, releasing those things and just uh, allowing God to restore us emotionally. And do you think that self-care also plays a part in how we handle some of these issues or how we recover and move forward? Absolutely. And, you know, in the Bible, it talks about bitterness becoming a, a, a root. So mm -hmm. if we allow it to fester for whatever reason, even if it's just, even if we feel justified, it doesn't mean that we hold on to that because it's going to hurt us. Yes. We have to know that God will use it somehow. And um, I feel like you just literally, I used to make a list hmm. of things and people who have hurt me and intentionally said, even if you don't always feel it, because you don't feel it all the time, you know, we, we be able to, um, uh, my girlfriend, another girlfriend of mine used to talk about detachment. As women, for sure, we have to learn how to detach our feelings from what's happening. Right. That that can make a big difference. So learning to detach and let God work, give God your feelings. But I think just the act of saying, I forgive that person for what they did and, and ask God to help you through it. I mean, the next day you may still feel hurt, but you got to actually say, I will forgive that person. I will not have... And actually, sometimes the best thing you can do is start praying for that person. Mm -hmm. You don't feel like it. So I agree. It's it's almost like an act of obedience out of the Lord. He just knows what's better for us. And I mean, I I I mean, I feel like I have a lot now. I have a lot of things. I I'm comfortable in my life, but it's not what we have. It's who we have. Amen. And so you could have a little or a lot, but we're all in the same place with Jesus. So it's just, it just, if you understand his ways and seek him, he will guide you, but you need to really have ears to hear what he's saying to you and be willing to be obedient. That is so good. I, I feel that one of the things that moves us forward, you know, that whole theme of forgiveness uh, you keep sharing about, and I think there's a reason for it because it's something that we all need to do. And I was talking to a young lady the other day who had a bad breakup uh, with someone that she thought she was going to marry, and she was going over and over and repeating over and over the pain, the hurt, which is all rightfully so because of the circumstances that happened. But I said, the way that you 
are going to move forward and for you to be free of this is to start praying for him and just, you know, be honest with the Lord, with your emotions and sharing all the hurt, all the negative things that you might be experiencing and give it to the Lord. And I think sometimes, you know, we move forward, we, you know, take that kind of uh, put her back up and back out to be strong and not really giving our emotions to the Lord. And so we get into the mode of doing and being busy to as like a temporary way to ease the pain and never really addressing the roots. And so we really face those emotional uh, traumas and hurts and disappointments, frustrations, etc. That's really how we begin to release and be able to be free of those things. That you bring up a very good point because even though I said those other things, I would like to comment on that thing because we still have to grieve. Yeah, we still have to heal. Uh, you know, I spent I spent ten years doing healing and deliverance, and um, I I felt like deliverance was more healing with them because it's the healing of the wounds that helps us to stay free yeah. and deliver us. And so we we sometimes miss that part. And so we have to make sure that that person who had that breakup or you know, like I went through a divorce, it wasn't easy. Um, you, the marriage was hard. We you know, our marriage was hard. And so it was a lot of years of pain. But we have to face that stuff. I had to face things as a child. Right. Uh, forgive parents, forgive God, you know. And so there's there's a lot that we could talk about in here that we will talk about. Well, I will talk about more in the conference because I feel like I I felt like um, we need sometimes help in going deep into our pain. Sometimes we don't even see it. And we really have to ask for God's revelation, what needs to be healed. It may be a current thing, but that trigger could have been from something as a childhood, feeling rejected or abandoned as a child. So I really am a firm believer in, in going into deep healing. You could do it yourself. I think it's great when we do it as a group. Um, but it's it's. I feel like it's just a key to, it's another key to freedom that, um, and, and being better instead of bitter because then you can just look at oh that's why I reacted this way and you know we're all imperfect human beings so we don't want to ever judge somebody where they're at but we want to love them and give them grace but we may speak the truth and love and help them through some things so uh, again we don't want to underestimate her pain in the breakup right it's very deep because it's what she had put everything in when things when God shifts us for whatever reason, at the time, we don't want to, we don't want to say, oh, we trust God. But then we can sometimes look back and say, oh, I see why he didn't keep me with that person or right. what job or, you know, I mean, I mean, what do you do when a person loses a child? I mean, those are, I, I'm, I thank God that I've never had to do that, but I know people who have, and it's, you know, that would be a difficult thing. You have to learn, look at Jesus. I don't know if that answered what you were looking for. Well, that, I think that that's good. Just talking about ways of how do we support uh, women in navigating these uh, deep, difficult emotional issues. And not everything is related to uh, relationships. You know, like you mentioned, the loss of a child. You know, sometimes it could be even job situations where we're dealing with patronizing, condescending 
are people who don't have our best interests. Yeah. You know, it could, you know, it could be a host of things, but how are we handling the emotional impact? And, you know, some of the things with this, you know, you could tell someone to pray and you could tell someone to, you know, look to God, but there's also tactical ways that we can support people. And, you know, one of them is just, I, like, for example, I talk in my book about spending time with friends, have self-care activities, whether it's going for a walk, like being proactive. Yes. And internal. Yes. We want things that make us feel good. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Sure. Going to lunch with a friend, going for a walk, keeping ourselves healthy, uh, trying to not eat too many sweets, all those physical things, a diet. I mean, I, I'm generally been a healthy eater, but I still love sugar. I still love coffee. So, I mean, it's just all in balance. But I feel like doing the physical as important as doing the spiritual. The spiritual, I think, is the number one. But if you forget your body and your mind, and I think having lunch with friends, um, I think all those things. And I think in terms of I had to learn, we're always going to have difficult people in our life. Right. And so I actually feel like I went and got a PhD in how to deal with difficult people, manipulative people, controlling people. So you want to learn. You know, there's so many books out there these days that really can help you navigate the tangible things like you're saying when do you love and when do you let go when do you uh sometimes you do cut people out of your life you do it in a loving way and uh you may need to speak the truth to them you may just not be the you know you just may not have a relationship anymore but i think it's all these things play into um helping us be who god wants us to be and that being a doormat I mean, we can be loving and full of grace and also not be walked all over. Right. But at the same time, I don't want to be too militant because, you know, like Jesus was, I, as if you've ever watched The Chosen, it was so, so powerful because you see Jesus as an example and a real person and we can be strong. I mean, Joan of Arc was led an army and I love that her as an example, but we also don't need to be militant. Right. Raise us up in due time. And sometimes is when we, we feel like we need to charge so far ahead. But, you know, and again, it's just trusting where God leads us and in, in how he leads us. No, I think that that's really good um, because even in all those self-care activities, we can't take away the part about being in God's presence because at the end of the day, these types of activities, they help us, they buffer in a, a sense, you know, how we feel and little by little incrementally, it's bringing healing, the time with friends, the going for a walk, being in fresh air, taking a vacation. But at the same time, we're doing this while we're pursuing uh, being in God's presence uh, because it's really through him, through Holy Spirit, that he's facilitating the process of us being able to to heal. I Do you bring that? Actually, that to me is the most important part. You know, you know, you know, you, <laughs> one thing about you, Yvonne, is you always know how to nail it, nail it on the head. And um, to me, that is the most important because I feel like for me, the presence of God is the most important thing in my life. And as a matter of fact, the, the, the one board that I'm on now and involved with is Awaken the Dawn. And what they do is they bring tents across America to bring the presence of God and worship and prayer. I mean, it's all about the presence. 
when you have the presence of the Lord in your life, nothing else matters. Um, you can live in a, a castle or a garage. Right. You have children, not have children. You know, when I went through my own struggles, I had to put everything on the altar. Amen. My money, my my health, my life, my children, my things, my whatever it was. I had to give it back to God and say, God, all that matters is you. And it's not just a relationship. It literally, if somebody understands and seeks the presence, they will get it. But the presence, uh, you can be anywhere. And if you have the presence, you will be okay. It doesn't matter. It's like when Paul was in prison, he had the presence. And um, so you just nailed it on the head of everything, you know, and Everything else is good, but there's nothing like the presence. <laughs> awesome. And I mean, I think you just brought it home even further because I just think a lot of times in this day that there's so much focus on kind of like the surface, I call it surface Christianity, um, you know, the light, the glitz, yeah. or fancy of everything. But at the end of the day, the bottom line is being in his presence. And when we're going through and navigating life, um, the lights are great and the fancy, <laughs> all these things are nice, but they're temporal. When we don't have that consistent foundation of just being in God's presence, then we will always, we'll never be able to overcome. We'll never be able to understand he's the one that sustains us, helps us uh, with us as we, and is with us as we navigate um, all these types of issues. Absolutely. Yes. And anybody who hasn't read Watchman Nee's testimony, uh, they will understand how you can be in such a horrible place but still have a presence. Amen. And even, um, what's her name? Uh, Corinne Boone? Uh, I well, Corey, you know. you. Corey Tanner. Yes. Another one. Yes, just her testimony. I read her book. It's just amazing that of being in like traumatic, awful, horrible type circumstances, but still experiencing uh, the presence of God and in the midst of, of great trauma. Do you want to share any closing remarks uh, before we end? I just want to say that, you know, uh, you know, the message that I'm going to be speaking on at the women's thing, the women's retreat is called the courage to conquer. And what we have to really remember as women or people of, of, of God is that we we don't uh, we will conquer if we don't ever give up. If you keep pushing through and knowing that God is in everything, that He will get us through no matter how bad it looks. And you know, our lives are so temporary on this earth. But can I just do a closing prayer for us? Oh yes, absolutely. I don't know how much time we have. I'll oh, go ahead. Okay. So that's what I would say. If you just, the courage to conquer is never giving up and never giving in and giving it all to God and surrendering to him and forgiving and, and walking in freedom. And that's, that's the life of liberty. So I just thank you, Lord, for this time. And I thank you that um, you have been raising up Yvonne for such a time as this to bring um, freedom and restoration and renewal and um, um, new freedoms for women. And um, we just thank you, Lord, and we just pray that your hand will be upon her. And we just pray for each person that might listen to this, that you would help them seek out um, 
how to be restored, how to be renewed. It's not just for a few, it's for everyone. So don't give up and don't give in, but just be. God has a plan and a purpose for you, and you are going to be more than a conqueror. You will be victorious. And I just thank you for each one on this, on this, on this, that will see this video. And I just pray that you will lead them and guide them in the way that they can be victorious. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. Uh, this has been a great discussion. I'm looking forward to what God has for us that release, refresh, renew uh, next week. Uh, Friday and Saturday, and most importantly, the fellowship of all of us together. I'm really excited. Me too. Well, that's all the time that we have for this week's episode. Tune in next week for another episode of Live Exceptionally. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share uh, with others on YouTube or your preferred podcast platform. And stay connected with us at elisi.org. Have an exceptional week. God bless. Thanks for joining us for Live Exceptionally with Dr. Yvonne Thompson. Each week, we'll explore the secrets to living a life that is both intentional and fulfilling. We'll talk to folks that will share about productivity, mindfulness, and self-care to learn practical tips and strategies for staying focused, managing our time, and finding balance within a kingdom mindset. We'll also hear from people who have made the choice to live exceptionally and learn from their experiences and insights. Connect with Dr. Yvonne by signing up at elici.org. That's E-L-I-C-I dot org. Until next time, we're praying that you find balance and rest so you can live exceptionally.